The Holy Spirit falls on Cornelius and his friends. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. I hope you're doing well today. We are going to continue on in our study of Acts chapter 10 and actually finish the chapter today as we look at verses uh, 44 through... Uh, 48. And this is the follow-up to Peter beginning to share the gospel with Cornelius and his household and those other friends and associates that he has gathered there. Um, And so we're going to uh, see how the Holy Spirit moves and what God did in that moment. And um, I took a peek, so I know that some powerful things happened. (laughs) But before we get into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Uh, We thank you for your word. We thank you for this moment when we can pause and quiet ourselves in your presence. And Lord, every time we open your word, we expect to meet with you. We expect to hear from you. We expect that you have something for us. And so we come today, Lord God, expectant as always. Uh, that you'll move and work and speak through your word. Father, we give you thanks for this moment, and we ask that your spirit would lead us into it and guide us through it. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, here is Acts chapter 10, uh, the closing verses, verses 44 through 48. While Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word. And the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles, for they were hearing them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter declared, Can anyone withhold water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked him to remain for some days. Now, there's a lot wrapped into this passage that goes beyond what we just see here. One of the major prevailing things is the attitude that people in the Jewish community had about people outside the Jewish community. And Peter traveled to Cornelius' house with some of the brothers from Joppa, you'll remember. And those were believers who came out of the circumcised group, as they're described in the New Testament. That means they're Jewish brothers who converted to faith in Jesus Christ. And Peter, you'll remember, earlier in chapter 10, had his vision of the sheet uh, dropping from heaven with the animals that previously would have been unclean. And God telling Peter to eat. Peter saying, I can never eat those animals. They're unclean. And the voice from heaven telling Peter, do not call common or unclean what God has made clean. So Peter has been going through this transformation in his thinking and understanding. And now he is dispatched by the Holy Spirit to a Gentile person's house to share the gospel. And what Peter sees happen and what the brothers who accompanied him see happening in that place was that these Gentile men and women had ready hearts for the gospel, that the Spirit was preparing the ground of their hearts to be receptive to the gospel, and they heard the gospel, and the Holy Spirit was poured out on each of them and filled them. 
And this did a number on the, <laughs> the Jewish brothers, I am sure, who were watching. Um, they were still not certain that the movement of Christ was exclusive to them, but God was showing them that the movement of Christ was to have a global reach. And that should have been clear to them in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, when he said, you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Uh, And also when Jesus left the great commission to them, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So God was changing the game on them um, and and, uh, and transition toward faith in Jesus. He was showing them what his intentions were, that he was expanding his covenant to all people in all places through faith in Jesus Christ. And so that was becoming clear to them. And uh, I like what uh, Luke tells us in verse 45, And the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. <laughs> so that sort of um, gives you a clue as to the attitude that the uh, circumcised believers in Jesus, the former Jewish uh, people of Jewish faith who are now converted to faith in Christ, that sort of uh, foreshadows the attitude that they continued to carry uh, to a law-abiding Jew, Gentiles or anyone outside of their religious group would have been unclean. To interact with them would have um, uh, led to certain cleanliness rites having to be performed uh, before they would be considered clean again. And so the message is that the gospel is for everyone. And the message has not changed from Acts chapter 10, verses 44 through 48, it's still the same today that the gospel is for everyone. We don't get to decide who gets the gospel. We don't get to put the brakes on the mission of Christ because he might be calling us into places among people that we are uncomfortable with. The gospel is for everyone, and if God is calling you, go where he calls you because he'll equip you to be useful for the kingdom in that place. It doesn't mean that it's always easy. It doesn't mean that we don't have presuppositions that the Lord needs to break through about certain people groups or attitudes that we have maintained about certain people groups. The gospel's reach from the outset was intended to be global. God, through the death, resurrection, and um, ascension of Christ, uh, who now sits and reigns as the living Christ at the right hand of God, Uh, the message of the gospel, the work of Jesus was for every person everywhere who would turn their hearts and put their faith in him, receive his salvation and walk as his disciple. That's the reality. And so we are a part of a worldwide kingdom. We are a part of a worldwide mission. And we have the words of truth, the good news that people need to hear. And uh, we ought not let anything hold us back from doing so. And so Peter reflects on um, the situation and he says, Can the water of baptism be withheld from anyone who receives the Spirit as we have? And he goes forward and he baptizes Cornelius and his household and his friends and associates who come to faith in Christ in that day and receive the Spirit. Now we don't know if every single person in the household had this experience. But Luke makes it sound pretty universal that everyone there 
uh, believed and the Holy Spirit fell on them. But we don't have all the details. There may have been a few people who left skeptical and had not yet decided about Jesus. But it is not uncommon in the book of Acts to see entire households coming to faith in Christ and being baptized. And that's precisely what happens here. Now, there are places in the world today where the gospel is continuing to have this kind of impact. Places on the African continent, places in China, uh, and other places in Southeast Asia, the gospel is having dramatic impact. Um, We don't see the dramatic impact uh, here in the West like we uh, did in former times during the times of the great revivals. Um, Even in Billy Graham's era, uh, you saw much more powerful corporate move of the Spirit. But God is working powerfully. And I believe God is using the church and sharpening the church and sharpening each believer to have a witness for Him and have impact for Him in the world. And uh, hopefully you sense that your life is swept up into the kingdom work of Jesus if you're a sincere follower of Christ. All right, my friends, greatly encouraged by these words. Looking forward to moving on into Acts chapter 11. And thanks so much for taking time out of your day to study with us. God bless you as you continue to consider these words today.